It's a Seattle Kraken game day, and Joey Decord gets the start. Let's talk about the updates, the players recalled, the players injured, and what we need against Dallas on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala, home in Tulsa for a spell before hitting the road. The good thing about being home for this particular game day is that I am in the same time zone as the Seattle Kraken, who will take on the Dallas Stars. Now, we played them a time or two in the last couple of weeks, but we are looking for a win. Joey Decord will be in net. That is because, unfortunately, Philip Grubauer had to leave the game against the Edmonton Oilers the other day. Lower body injury is what Dave Haxtell is saying. No timeline on the return. Martin Jones is available as backup. Very curious to see what Joey Dax gives us in net. Of course, he's coming up from the Coachella Valley Firebirds. We haven't talked about this yet, but our Coachella Valley Firebirds have clinched a playoff berth. We're super excited, super proud. And, uh, you know, Joey Decord has been with this team before. We know what he can do. That being said, we've been talking about goaltending. And to have Philip Grubauer go down, Martin Jones not in the form that he was the early in the season, it's a little bit concerning and just continues to add fuel to the fire that is. What in the world is Seattle going to do about the goaltending situation? It's still a situation. Uh, Chris Drieger has been with the Firebirds, but we're bringing up Joey Decord. Uh, you know, just a lot, a lot to talk about. As it turns out, the Coachella Valley Firebirds will also be t- playing the the Dallas affiliate in the AHL. So uh, that's a little bit of an interesting uh, situation that we have. Um, I want to take just a moment here and I want to make sure that we are giving love to Andy Ide. I have been traveling, but I became aware of the news that he has suffered a stroke. I know that there was a GoFundMe page um, that has been shared. I want to make sure before I share anything that I'm sharing the accurate information. But of course, want to make sure that I am sending my well wishes. Um, I am sending, I am a person of faith. So I'm sending prayers to Andy and his family, hoping that he is able to recover. I'm grateful for his work, but also just grateful to have met him throughout my time covering the Seattle Kraken. So um, if you hadn't heard the news, please um, keep Andy, in your thoughts, uh, let's make sure that we get him strong and eventually back to what he enjoys, which is covering hockey uh, that's coming out of 
the Emerald City. So Andy, uh, we're thinking of you, buddy, and to you and your family, um, you know, extending our love and support. Because here on Locked on Crack, and I usually end the show just saying be kind to yourself and to each other. And we want to make sure we're always uplifting the family. It's been great to see the support already from the Seattle Kraken family, just the Seattle sports family. As I mentioned, Andy Ide, of course, known for covering hockey throughout uh, the Pacific Northwest, not just in Seattle. So I wanted to make sure to mention that before we move on too much. But um, it's a game day versus Dallas. We're going to have Joey Decord in net. We haven't seen him with the club for quite some time, but I think this will be good. I think it's going to be obviously good development for uh, Joey Decord. If I had to guess, playing Joey Decord in this game against Dallas, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to read into this. On the one hand, you look at our schedule. We have a road schedule. We're going to be playing Nashville two times. Maybe you give a little bit of a different look for the scout right before we play Nashville. But I think points are going to be harder to come across uh, playing Dallas as opposed to Nashville, it does seem to me, and I've tiptoed around saying this in the last handful of podcasts, but it seems to me that the vote of confidence is a little on the lower side for Martin Jones right now. I don't want to say that I don't understand it, but we'll see what happens. So here's what you need to know going into this game. I'm going to give you the stats and facts And then we'll also talk about the three game essentials coming from, of course, the Seattle writing crew. So Dallas, uh, we're at Dallas Stars tonight. That's 5.30 p.m. uh, Pacific time. Overall record for the Stars, 38, 19, and 13, 89 points overall on the season. We are at 38, 24, and 7, 83 points. Our away record continues to be our better record. We're 22, 9, and 3 away, 16, 15, and 4 at home. Yes, it's above 500, but it's a little closer than I personally would like. In our last 10 games, we're 6-3-1. and one. The Dallas Stars are 7-3-0. and oh. Vince Dunn is our leading scorer right now, 57 points. Our power play, not great. 59, or excuse me, what? Nope. 19.5% power play to a 23.5% clip by Dallas. Penalty kill. Ugh. Uh, 74, excuse me, 74.4% for us, 83% for the other guys. Um, so this is 17 of 25 games that we're playing against the central division, which of course are in the Western conference. And honestly, it's some of these central division teams that are giving us a run for our money as we are now in the wild card spot. Once again, we've been on and off again, as uh, Maggie Rogers once saying, or up and down a little bit of a seesaw here. Um, we have an eight, three and five record against central division opponents this season. Vince Dunn is entering the game on a 12-point streak. 17 points, 4 goals, 13 assists in the 12-game span. His 12-game point streak is a career-best franchise record and longest active streak in the NHL. Go on and do your thing, Vince Dunn. We see you. Let's go. He is leading all NHL defensemen in scoring with 38 points, 9 goals, 29 assists. 
In 35 games played, he has also totaled 21 points, 5 goals, 16 assists in his last 18 games played on the road. Road Warrior! Let's go. All right. A win over the Stars tonight would give the Kraken their third road winning streak of at least six games this season. The team previously recorded a six-game road win streak from November 1st through the 29th, 2022, and a seven-game streak from January 1 to 14. Uh, I mentioned that the Coachella Valley Firebirds were pl- uh, are playing the Texas Stars, so that's really funny. Um, this is the second time, actually, that we've played a team from the same organization, so love that. Jared McCann. Hot, 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 but you know who's actually been really hot. Oliver Bjorkstrand, three goals, two assists uh, in their last four, in his last four games. Jaden Schwartz also one goal, four assists. Both Bjorkstrand and Schwartz have five points in their last four games played on the road. I love Jaden Schwartz getting more active. We love to see Bjorkstrand getting more active. These are players that we need. We still don't have Burakovsky, not a skater, but Phil Grubauer being out, not great. Hayden also left the game against Edmonton, that loss with an injury. So we're a little bit banged up, but it's that time of year, baby. You got to get it going. So, um, Let's talk about this. Coming up next, I want to talk about a little bit of a break that the Seattle Kraken had. And you heard, I believe it was Bob Condor in the scrum asking Dave Haxel and Yanni Gord, who spoke earlier today, about how that will impact the team. But first, let me tell you, listeners and viewers, about our new friend, FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one sports book in the United States, and we know that the NCAA tournament is steaming up. My goodness, you can see I'm decked out in my WNBA gear. I have been keeping eyes on the women's tournament, upset over upset over upset. Men's side, same thing. And right now is the perfect time to sign up for FanDuel and the sports book. Download their app because New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000, up to $1,000 in bonus bets back if your very first bet on FanDuel doesn't quite pan out. So FanDuel is something that you want to keep in the pocket, like literally in the pocket on your smartphone, because it lets you combine your bets for a chance to win an even bigger payout. Uh, You have same-day parlay for that. Um, There's all kinds of different things that you can bet on when it comes to FanDuel. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you go to FanDuel.com backslash locked on. It's right there on the screen if you're watching on the YouTube. Again, that's FanDuel.com backslash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. As I mentioned at the top of the show, thank you as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. I just called game three of the Isabel Cup playoffs between the Toronto Six and the Connecticut Whale. It took it, we went 
the full distance in that series. It is a three-game series, and it was Toronto that not only got their first-ever playoff win in franchise history, they joined the league during the the COVID season, the single-site season in 2020, uh, but they got their first postseason win and their post first postseason series win, which also means they punched their ticket to their first ever Isabel Cup final. They will be taking on the Minnesota Whitecaps, who ended the season on an eight-game skid and now are going to the final looking for their second ever Isabel Cup championship as a franchise. All of that to say, one, make sure you tune in on ESPN number two on March 26th uh, because the Isabel Cup final will be happening on ESPN2. I will be in arena as an in-arena host, so if you're in Tempe, Arizona, come on down, say hi. But also, I wanted to talk about that because momentum. The Seattle Kraken have been losing momentum. I feel like we've been fighting, we've been clawing, but we're sliding downhill. We're not running up that hill uh, like that song goes. Who sings it? Kate Bush. We're not running up that Kate Bush hill. Nope. We are sliding on down it. It feels like at times. Can we like grab the earth and pull our way back up out of the wild card? I would like to see it. But I told you when we did that round table of Pacific Division uh, hopefuls for the playoffs, Edmonton was in that wild card spot. And now they're starting to shoot up. And there are some things that Seattle can do in order to really focus on what we need when it comes to getting back into the win column. And so one of the things that we did, and it just is how the schedule went down, but we got some rest. The Seattle Kraken seem to be a franchise that is really trying to balance the rest versus practice. And rest is winning out more often than not. I'd like to see us practice a little bit more. But Yanni Gord and Dave Haxtell earlier today both said that getting away from it, all of the hype, knowing that they're in a playoff race, knowing some of the teams that we've played down the stretch in the Pacific Division in particular, getting away from that, being able to reset, maybe even on the off days, doing some things with teammates, but in a more relaxed, uh, off-ice kind of situation has been good for the team. So if the guys are feeling good, that's important. I still do want us to practice a few other things like, I don't know, the penalty kill, the power play, I guess just special teams overall, making sure we got Joey Dax in net and feeling good. Um, But here's what we need to know. So these are the three game essentials by Bob Condor. This is the subtitle facing Central Division leader Dallas for the third time in 11 days. Crack and embark on meaningful and, dare we say, crucial four-game road trip. So first key, both teams need the standings points. Oh, 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 yeah. 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 We've been points watching. We've been uh, standings hunting here on Locked on Kraken for a while now. And for good reason. Because we need the points. We need to get wins. We need to get wins in regulation. That's what the Seattle Kraken need right now. And so does Dallas. Uh, Dallas is, you know, right now just 
going up against teams like Colorado, you know, only the reigning Stanley Cup champions. You've got Minnesota just a point out of first place. So it's going to be, it's a tough road for Dallas, which means the reason I think Bob is letting us know this is because they're going to come out fighting. They've been scrappy against us. They had to work for those wins, but they came out successful. The Seattle Kraken have lost to this Dallas team in recent memory. That second game in particular, not the way we drew it up. So it's a chance. And a lot of people at the time were talking essentially in what was a back-to-back between Dallas, that that's like a playoff type situation. In my mind, this is kind of uh, in, in its own way, a similar situation. You had some time away and now you have an opportunity to take what you learned from playing this team and execute. And so, um, so, but Bob asks this question, what is enough? And he talks about we have 26 remaining standing points that are on the table for us. So he thinks maybe half of that is half of that enough. 13 points. Is that enough? Um, So he also talks about, you know, do we need to get to 100 points in this in the overall standings? You know, I think it's an interesting question right now. I don't know that I have a number in mind. I'm sure someone somewhere has a magic number for the Seattle Kraken. For me, it's really just clustering together wins because I don't want the Seattle Kraken. If we do make the playoffs to be in a situation like the Minnesota Whitecaps where they're on an eight game skid. I don't know that that goes well for us as it happens to be going for the Minnesota Whitecaps. Also worth noting, the Minnesota Whitecaps played a three-game semifinal series and will have a one-and-done winner-take-all final. That is absolutely probably the furthest you could get from what the playoffs are in the NHL, where they feel like they start in spring and end next winter. I don't know. So anyway... Other things, and this is something I kind of alluded to, but Bob is saying that this is a dialed-in Dallas team. Again, if we look at the standings, the um, Dallas Stars are at the top of the table, but they have Colorado coming. Uh, Dallas is at 89 points. You've got Colorado at 88, Minnesota at 88 right there in the central division. And so that's what they're looking down on. But this is also a team that has a goal differential of plus 49. You know, we have a goal differential of plus 17. That's a pretty wide gap. So they're focused, they're locked in, and we're going to have to be as well because this is a Dallas team that means business, and that's how we want to be. That's how we have to be if we want to succeed. And this is why I like this third uh, game essential from Bob Condor. We got to play a gritty game. I just, you'll see, we pre-recorded with uh, the Locked on Predators crew. So if you see me wearing the same thing later in the week, now you know the the magic behind uh, uh, podcast creation. Anyway, get bodies to the net. After each of two of the two Dallas games in Seattle, Kraken players such as leading scorer Vince Dunn and top goal scorer Jared McCann remarked that if Stars goalie Jake Ottinger can see the puck, Ottinger or Ottinger, I think it's Ottinger, can see the puck, he will stop the puck. The solution is Seattle players getting 
to the Dallas net to create screens and or tip shots to change shot directions. It sounds simple, and it's not the first time the strategy has been emphasized, says Bob Condor. So this is a game that we can play, and it's a game that arguably we must play against Dallas. So that's what we got, folks. We've got a game. Um, you know, I I really want to see us get back to the win column. We're riding a one-game loss. That, of course, came at the hands of the Edmonton Oilers. So coming up next, we're not going to get into that loss in particular, but I do want to put it into context because, again, we are watching the standings. We are points watching because we are playoff contenders. But we don't want to end this season everyone having us go down as pretenders. What is it going to take and where are we realistically? That's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Bill Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all of the fat and calories, then you got to go get yourself a Bilt Bar. Bilt Bars, 100% real chocolate coating. And then inside, you get only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, but a whopping 17 grams of protein. I like the double chocolate. Uh, I like the brownie batter mix as well. And if you have either a Walmart or a Sam's Club near you, you can find those in the wild. That's right. You don't just have to go to built.com anymore. You can go to your local Walmart, pick up a four bar box, which includes cookies and cream, double chocolate and coconut puffs. Or you can get a 13 bar box at Sam's Club. Brownie batter and churro are the flavors that you might find there. And either way, happy snacking and you can thank me later. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. It's a game day. I'm in central time, and I cannot wait to watch the Seattle Kraken tonight in the comfort of my big comfy couch. I'm so excited to be home. It is a very short trip. Uh, I should record tomorrow's episode here. It'll be much darker because it'll be post-game. Uh, but then I'm on the road again because, again, the final for the Isabel Cup is in Tempe, Arizona. And I've got some reporting to do, of course, from the final, but also other places. But if you want to know a little bit more about the Isabel Cup final, the teams, how they got there, make sure you listen to Locked on NHL on Friday's show. Speaking of Locked on NHL. Brett and Dane, Dane, who is the host of the Locked on Dallas Stars show, they talked about the Predators. And that's who we're playing in our next two games on this four-game road trip, essentially back-to-back uh, -back with the Predators later on this week. I spoke to Nick and Ann Kimmel about something that they talked about on Locked on NHL, which is, could the predators sneak in to the playoffs so let's talk about this let's look at these standings in the pacific division you've got the vegas golden knights eh, at 92 points 657 win percentage the los angeles kings fighting now tied in points with the kings both teams on a a one-game win, a one-game, it's not a streak, but they won their last game. 648 
win percentage. So again, the win percentage, you just got to get wins. We got to get wins, especially if we have games in hand against some of these teams. Anyway, so 92 points, but a 648 for the Kings, 92 points, a 657 for Vegas. Edmonton, I told you in that round table, I liked them. They were trending up four game win streak that includes one against us. They have a plus 40 goal differential. That's the highest. That's the highest in the con in the division on the plus side. The highest on the minus side is Anaheim. Yikes. Plus 100 or excuse me, minus 100 goal differential. Oof. Anyway, we're not talking about them. Edmonton, 88 points. So, you know, two wins right there, but their uh, winning percentage, 620. We have 83 points, 601 win percentage. That's been ticking down because you know I've been talking about this. So we have got to get it in gear. Right on our heels, Calgary, eh, 77 points, 542 win percentage, and Vancouver, two-game win streak, they're at 67 points. That, though, doesn't tell the full story, does it? At least not for us, because we have to worry about the wild card. That's right. And in the Western, um, and or excuse me, the Central and Pacific Division, so the Western Conference, we hold the key to the first wild card. Winnipeg right on our heels. The Winnipeg Jets, 81 points. 570 win percentage. Again, we're at 83 points, 601 win percentage, uh, winning percentage, 542 win percentage with 77 points for Calgary and 76 points, 559 win percentage for Nashville. So if you want to know what the Nashville, the locked on Nashville Predators hosts think about Nashville sliding in, Per what we heard on Locked on NHL Today, Tuesday, make sure you tune in to Thursday's episode of Locked on Kraken. So basically, today's Tuesday, tomorrow's episode, and Thursday's episode, I'll be wearing the same thing. But it's all because they were recorded on the same day, or at least within the same uh, five hour or so stretch. More like eight to ten hours. Okay, so just just so you know, I, I don't want it to be weird for my YouTube followers. So uh, feel free to compliment my outfit on all three episodes, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, because uh, WNBA season's coming up, and I'm super excited. That's going to do it for our show, folks. Again, please, please, please just send some positive vibes to Andy Ide. Healing vibes to Andy Ide. I'm grateful that the Seattle Kraken community specifically is who I found out um, about Andy and his condition. Um, and I will keep you updated on everything that I know. That's going to do it, folks. So I did not wear my Kraken jersey, but it it I'm here. I'm home. Uh, we're not going to do playback. I, I know I scheduled a playback. I can't remember, to be honest, but we're not going to do playback tonight. So we're not going to have a watch party. But once I get done with women's hockey schedule, um, we will get back to playback and have a good time. And I will be better rested uh, for those playbacks. But that's going to do it for our show. Hold fast. Stay true. Let's go, Kraken. It's a game day, baby. Let's get after it. We need these wins. 
We need these points. We need to climb the standings. So let's get it done, boys. Joey Decord, you got this. Let's go. Let's go. I'll catch you on the next episode of Locked on Kraken. Peace.